0: Podcast that flips the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm your host, Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist and supplement strategist. I'm here today with Mark DeSico, founder of RTD Fitness. How's it going, Mark? What up, Neil? I love your T-shirt. Rocking the him T-shirt. WellnessUpsideDown.com. Wellness buy the merch. Buy the merch. Then we can stop with the off-the-record yeah. commercials. We don't know? have to do the off-the-record <laughs> commercials. Just buy we a just T-shirt. You just need to pay the bills here, guys. This is expensive,
1: <laughs> and it's costing me zero dollars. But Neil's rich, and he <laughs> needs to be able to drive his Lexus. It's very important. He's oh got. my God. It's got like 18 kids. It's. Uh, yeah. He's got a. Feet them all. i just
0: want to pay for the podcast just trying, we're just trying to pay I'm the podcast my, so i'm shaking my we're can shaking the folks. can in
1: front of, listen we can't keep <laughs> giving you this free content without somebody helping us out here so at some
0: point you guys are going to have to contribute get a t-shirt get a t-shirt like us on facebook yeah visit wellnessupsidedown.com for right. all things podcast related. And today we're going to be talking about hydration, getting traded, the cool kids guide to hydration. So like there's nothing cool about hydration. There's so, to- everything uh, is there's cool about it. Only least cool people get hydrated. Uh, yeah, Everybody okay. else, you know, I think today, like we're just going to be doing hydration memes. Like sure. that should be what we do yeah. on the lead up on social media here, it's just talking hydration. Like don't come at me with your dehydrated energy. I can't have I it. I don't right. want
1: yeah. dehydrated energy. And it's and it's like an Afro man play on because I got hydrated, right? <laughs> because like I got hydrated. Because I got hydrated. Yeah. I want to so be hydrated. So in the
0: holistic standard, this would be silliness, um, but sure. it also would be nutrition. It's one of the lifestyle domains found at the bottom of the wellness pyramid, nutrition. Some people consider, like Mark, they consider uh water the fourth macronutrient.
1: I consider it the fourth macronutrient always. I talk about it as it is equally important to me as getting your protein intake i i that's how strongly i feel about water that's pretty strong it's very strong i mean you
0: you've you've committed so much to this that you're
1: 70% water that's the thing my whole body now is 70% water and i did that with science <laughs> i used my body's <laughs> own mechanisms own mechanisms to create a body that's now 70% water and that's just me like you guys are about 69.9% i'm at
0: 70% Think full about on it. just real water guys right. like oh, pure just Uncut water. We should be talking about bottled water <laughs> during yes. this thing and how like some taste like a nickel. <laughs> it just tastes awful. Like, what the heck is going on? Anyway, gross. so visit down.com for all things podcast related. What we really need you to do is buy the merch so that way we can buy a fan because it's like 180 so degrees hot in when the we studio. record and I can't think when it's hot. It's so so hot. like we have to edit this podcast down. And my, I just started paying this new producer and the poor guy's just working. It's like a sweatshop. All over this there. extraneous chit chat we got going on. He's got to <laughs> cut it all
1: down. It's such a mess. Guys,
0: let's do our pre show affirmation. Let's so, do it. why are we here? We're here to help you live your healthiest life, and we are fans of supplements when done right. We just don't want you to get lost in the chaos that the health and wellness industries intentionally create. Um, so, we want you to make sure you're not wasting your time or energy on the false promises from the health or wellness industries. So, we're here to help you on a new and better path to feel your best. So, if we're ranting about something, it's not because we're picking on you, it's because we don't like the misinformation hype and propaganda that gets good folks like you to those places so we're raging against the machine and not you today's show cool kids guide to hydration which all kids that are cool know about hydration we're going to address some meth we're going to address address some meth amphetamine we're going to address myths and misinformation around fluid status and hydration and then i'm going to identify uh, you know, all the stuff that everybody is doing that is just just plain wrong. And if there's a myth that's out there, Mark, guess what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that that claim is all wet. Oh, damn, Mark. Uh, it's going to be so good. Ava's, I'm so excited. I can
1: feel Ava's eyes rolling from across the Like, I can feel the roll back into the back <laughs> of her head. Like, yeah. Oh, this freaking clown again. Like he's got perfect hair now, but he's still a mess. Like no matter how nice his hairline gets, he's still got the worst jokes on the planet. And the
0: worst personality. So dehydration. So what are all the things that could go wrong if we don't get draided? So what do you think, Mark? Did I you... mean, my organs are pretty important. Yeah. Like my my metabolism, being able to like give my cells the right. pieces they need so to Mark live. Mark is saying this, but like, do we have to make a compelling argument? For water? Stay... <laughs> For like, is this how far <laughs> we've gone, folks? Is this is this how bad it's gotten that I have to defend water to you people? <laughs> and like bring science no, to like, this? No, <laughs> like guys, H2
1: freaking O, guys, like drink your gosh darn water. Like this is stupid that we even have to take this time to <laughs> do this. But this is even something we can't get right. Like this is what we're up against, folks. Yeah. We're out here telling you you should drink a bunch of water, and you're going to be like, well, well, ca- well, technically I had a body armor thing that's got a little bit of potassium in it, and that's better for my body because it's got electrolytes, which is what plants need. But we're need. not picking
0: on you. We're no, picking we on are the picking, No, now I'm picking
1: on you. It's ridiculous. Stop drinking electrolytes and thinking you're getting water. Like, cut it out, folks. Stop so, it. And
0: I, the reason that I'm bringing this in is that we may not realize how much of how we feel like crap is due to the fact that we have poor fluid status, right? And
1: I've said this. And we've talked about this here. Every problem that I have is made worse by being dehydrated. Right. I can improve just about everything that's going on. If I'm hydrated, I am behind the eight ball. If I'm not getting that water in, cause yep. it's going to, it's going to make everything that I have going on
0: worse headaches, pains, joint pain, yeah. all those pieces, they all get worse right. if I don't drink water. If you just don't feel right one day, it could be literal discomfort from being slightly dehydrated. you can have the headaches, as he said, fatigue, impaired cognitive performance. Neil, I need a supplement for brain health because I'm having difficulty with fuzzy, foggy thinking. Drink some water, right? We can talk oh, about no, supplements. I had, I had 57 coffees, Neil. I feel <laughs> fine. No, you've got to drink some water in there. There's something really interesting when it comes to dehydration. For me, it's cramps. Like when people come to me and they say that I have cramps, I Neil, I need a supplement for cramps. That's the big indicator for me that somebody's dehydrated. Now there's the vectors of propaganda that come into play that I always have to deal with, which is, it's really interesting to kind of watch happen. I've got this little experiment going. So one time somebody comes in and says, I have a cramp. I'll say, well, guess what? I'm going to save you money. You're not going to take any supplement. I just need you to drink more water. And nine times out of 10, they, they don't do they it. Don't, right? <laughs> and they, they want the supplement, right? Yeah. So then sometimes what I'll tell folks is here's a great form of magnesium that can help relax the muscles because that's what magnesium can do. If you get the right dose of it. And I want you to take it with lots of water. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so it's really funny how a lot of this stuff kind of it needs a little flourish in order for people to actually get it. Um, but then I will, you know, I'm an honest dude, so I would say, well, it's more the water than the magnesium, but the magnesium can certainly help as well. So, um, and
1: it's fascinating that if you said that to me, I'd go, oh, he gave
0: me magnesium and, and that's the thing I'm <laughs> yeah. going to hook to. And meanwhile, you take it with an eight ounce glass yeah. of water because Seven times said, say, yeah, right. To, yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, so it's very important to, to understand that, you know, cramping and a lot of the stuff that we deal with on a daily basis can be resolved by just maintaining accurate uh, fluid status. It doesn't take a lot, about 1% to 2% uh, fluid loss, uh, 1% to 2% dehydration, which is about like 1% to 2% of your body uh, weight. Uh, if that goes off, you could be dehydrated and like not feel great. So over the long term that's the stuff that people think about when they think about dehydration right so the 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 like benign thing is is dry skin right so people are like ah oh, my skin's dry and i'll normally point to dehydration winters here and so a lot of folks will say i'm you know ashy and not classy mm-hmm. and i need to deal with this and so we can put creams on the outside but we need to hydrate from the inside out so we have to get hydrated get hydrated and If it gets really bad, that's where kidney stones comes into play. But, you know, seizures, you know, can be uh, a result of dehydration. So clearly, we want you to stay hydrated. I know last week we talked about heart health, and there's one more like really severe thing. Over a long period of time, poor fluid status can actually be a risk factor for heart failure. So we want to make sure that we're doing all of the things that we possibly can to stay hydrated. So the question becomes, how much water do I actually have to drink, Neil? And can you actually not make me drink lots of water all and of so, it you gotta yeah. drink all the water yeah all so of it, there's always. so much misinformation around how much to drink right like everybody and their mothers got some sort of rule of thumb or system or standard of what you could like google it how much water should i drink right it is insane to see the eight by eight rule you have to drink eight ounces of water eight times a day that's 64 ounces and if you don't do that you're a failure right I've seen specific stuff like you have to drink one ounce every 45 minutes starting 20 minutes after you wake up and you have to go until two hours before bed. And it's like, who has time for that? Nuts. I'm exhausted. It's crazy. And then so then there's the, the other side of the spectrum. Just drink when you're thirsty right? And so like that myth itself, Mark is all wet. (laughs) So thirst sensation can decrease with age. So people over 50 will have a decreased thirst sensation. If you don't drink regularly, your body will say, okay, I'm done yelling at you and saying that you're thirsty and you need more water because you're clearly not listening. So drinking when you're thirsty is a very, very bad strategy for maintaining hydration
1: it's too late. It's, you know, it's (laughs) like by then your body's like, bro, I could use some water over here. Like it's been waving at you like a waiter.
0: Like, can you bring me some water here? And you're like. Nah, I'll get to it. It is pretty important to, to realize that, like a lot of our body's indicators, warning systems, are really kind of later in the game than they really should be. Uh they're kind of like emergency level stuff, right? Is is when those things start to kick in. And just the idea that if we ignore those things that they can just shut off and then we can go beyond that point, that's pretty scary to me. So frightening. Yeah, we want to make sure that we stay hydrated.
1: Yeah, it's like looking at the your car and it's like the check engine lights on, you ignore it and then the engine just falls out. It's- it's like, that's what this is. It's like all of a sudden your buyer's just like, well, I gave Oop. you enough. Okay. You know, <laughs> drop dead. And like, and that's, you know, all of these problems are made worse by not having water as part of your diet. We should be talking about water as part of your daily intake. We take for granted the fact that our bodies have to have water on a daily basis. I am constantly fighting with my wife and daughter to drink more water. I have my daughter. She's got this giant Gatorade thing that she fills up and walks (laughs) out of the house with every day. And a friend said to me the other day, she drinks like five sips off of this all day long. It's a giant thing. And she puts a little like lemonade squirt thing in it, which is fine because I'm glad she's getting any kind of hydration
0: but it's never enough it's yeah. never enough right the the other thing is like so i even have my rule that i've put out into the world about what you should be drinking and and so it's really interesting because I know that my rule is like an inaccurate version of what it actually should be, right? So I know that I have a gimmick, but I do it intentionally, just like that other placebo thing. There's a placebo effect here. I want people to have some sort of structure that's easy to remember, that actually helps them achieve achieve their fluid status goals, because I know they're going to fall a little short of that. And even if they fall a little short, they're still going to be accomplishing what I'm setting out to, which is to increase their fluid. And right? we've
1: talked a lot about this here, Neil, but it's a it's another time to go back to it getting a B plus in water consumption is more important than getting an A in water consumption. All of us want to have an A plus in everything we do because we're lunatics. And the, and the roommate in our head is like, Hey, you're not achieving at the optimum level here. So don't do it at all, which is insane, but that's how our brains work. (laughs) And so you'd rather not do it instead of doing it towards the A getting a B or a B plus in water consumption is going to be hugely beneficial to your body then just pretending like I have to hit an A-plus every time. We've talked about this here, Neil, but it is that mindset is going to be what trips you up more than just the water drinking. It's right.
0: so important. Right. So there are standards that are actually set by the nerds, and so the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine Boring. say 3.7 liters for men, 2.7 liters for women, right? And that's based on average activity levels, right? And some people need fluid restricted diet. So that of course doesn't apply to them. So please, if you have heart failure or kidney failure, you don't want to follow these rules. You want to listen to your, your very smart doctor. Um, but then there's other variables that are coming into play. And that's where this like one number thing doesn't work, you know, like temperature, humidity, and your physical activity levels. It could be different. If you're a serious athlete, you could sweat anywhere from like two to 10 liters an hour right? That's crazy to me. So you have to, you can't just drink 3.7 liters. If you're going to sweat four liters out, you have to replace that and then also get the 3.7 liters that you need anyway, right? And so my rule is a little bit more precise. I tell people to take half your body weight in ounces. It is one of those kind of silly things. And when I do that for me, it puts me at 3.4 liters. And I always tell folks the minimum is that 64 ounce level, right? And then you factor in any potential losses. And so the question becomes, well, what are the sources of losses of fluid throughout the day? So besides, you know, just your normal functions, you have exercise. As I said, you can sweat off a ton of water. So we want to take that into consideration. I think that most Old guys that are walking around the gym naked are doing it just because they enjoy that. So what should be happening is you weigh yourself before you work out, work out, shower, and then weigh yourself again and see if there's a weight change. And if there is, then that could be an indicator that you're uh, you have some fluids that you have to replace, right? And but I just think the old guys just like to show off, so they they, they're just walking around there. So exercise is an important loss to consider. Then also things that cause dehydration, alcohol being the big one, right? So alcohol inhibits anti diuretic hormone we you you break the seal right and all of a sudden it's just the floodwaters come so you could drink 64 ounces of alcohol and end up dehydrated even though you just drank 64 ounces right and then caffeine caffeine is actually one that comes up all the time but i'm gonna say mark it's all wet man Uh. it's just a myth dude um caffeine really doesn't have an impact on dehydration unless you have a rapid change of the amount of caffeine that you're taking or if you have an excessive all the time um, uh, amount of caffeine that you're taking in which i guess like is pretty much everybody that's all of us that's (laughs) everybody
1: america runs on duncan and so do i and so i think that the important piece for me in all of this is what you just said is i can drink 70 coffees in a day to get my uh fluids is that that's Um, essentially what you're saying that's exactly what. feels good feels good guys this is what we do we through all the nonsense that Neil says, and we find the thing we like, and we go, "Ah, oh, that's a thing I'm going to do." And that's and that's what we
0: do, all of us. Sixty four ounces of alcohol. As long as you make up for the sure. loss, then you can have seventy ounces of coffee. We're all doing to that math for the loss. All of us there are doing is. that math, guys. All that's all we're here to this do. This is the calories episode, part yep. two. It really, this it really is. It really is. <laughs> we suck at math. Is
1: the is the bottom line here? So and and, and Neil just threw out a, a, a crap ton of numbers, guys. Right, yeah. and so the half the ounces and half the body weight in ounces, uh, 2.7. 3, 3. None of you, none of you are drinking enough. None of you. None, not a one of you. Nobody. Is drinking enough water. Ava's sitting there not having had a water in. 10 hours. Yeah. There's nobody here and we are who's listening sweating. to this. And it's so gross in here. My losses are insane because of how sweaty I am in this booth. And I don't sweat at all anymore because of being like thinner, but I'm, I used to sweat a ton. And so that's how we get these things out of our bodies. We sweat, we pee. That's how we lose the weight. That's how we get rid of this stuff that you want to get rid of. So another good reason to drink water is you are get, you're flushing your body yeah. and getting those things out of there that your body needs to get rid of. There's no other mechanism for getting them out of your body other than keeping that water moving and moving so that it can take the waste through
0: the process and out the front door. You want to know something really interesting, Mark, is that we can achieve our fluid goals not just from drinking water. So when we tell tell you that you need to have 3.7 liters or 2.7 liters, that's the amount of fluid that you need to have in a day. That doesn't mean that you have to drink Four liters of water a day yeah, because we have to consider the hydration that comes from our food. So here's a really great fact. Pizza is 40% water by weight. So you could have a whole pizza pie and be draided. I have and I will. (laughs) I can't but I would. I'm going to put up on the screen here an image from the National Institute of Health because it lists like the percentage of water and different kinds of food. And I couldn't believe that they put pizza on there. I'm like, all that. right, man. <laughs> that, all, I'm hearing, all I'm hearing is I'm getting hydrated off of pizza. That's, pizza that's all I'm hearing. and coffee. And, that, and coffee. that's how you're doing it. That's my new plan. Another interesting thing that I found when I was doing research, I actually do research this nonsense that I keep saying here in the, these, uh, these episodes is uh, I was trying to figure out what's the lowest that you can go. What's the minimum amount of uh, water. So zero, of course, is the lowest, and you could last about three days. Uh, they found, on average, without drinking any water. But we want you to like live, right? So the the data is kind of all across the board. It's really poor, but like the thought process is anywhere between a half liter to a liter a day is all you need to maintain basic function. So if you're sitting on the couch doing a Netflix marathon for the rest of your life, uh, about a half liter to a full liter a day is all you need. Now, I will say that I have patients that don't drink a half liter to a full liter a day, right? And they are doing far more than Netflix, right? And so that's a real problem that a lot of us aren't even hitting that minimum number, right? And so we're saying you're
1: not doing it. You know you're not doing it. We're telling you that it's so important for you to do and that all you're going to hear is, well, all I need is like a half a liter to survive. And so so that's why we're talking about this stuff. This is a solvable problem. Of all the lifestyle domain pieces that you have control over, this is one of the ones that's the most available to you and you're doing the worst at probably. And so we're, we're, we, we are we're taking these things and we're putting them in front of you for a reason. We're not just talking about water because we think it's neat. This is a game changer for you. <laughs> this is a way for you to have an entry level position at the health and wellness factory where you can actually feel good about your body and how it works for you. If you're avoiding this topic because you just don't want to pee a lot, that's the wrong approach to this thing. You need more water than you're getting. No matter how much you're getting, it is not enough.
0: That's the story here. So the British Medical Journal actually has a recommendation. If you're going on a hunger strike, Mm. (laughs) you have to have 1.5 liters a day. So if you're taking in no food. So if you're gondi it. If you're gondi it, you have to have 1.5 liters. And they say take a tablespoon of salt and mix it into one of those bottles so you can get those electrolytes. So there it is. I mean, so now you know what the limits are. So it's half a liter of water if you're eating. It's 1.5 liters of water with some salt if you are not eating. And then if you're trying to do what you're supposed to do, it's 3.7 liters of fluid in a day if you're a man and 2.7 liters if you're a woman for like, quote, unquote, optimal health and what happens when you do more than that mark what happens you pee a lot you pee a lot and a lot of folks when they talk about how much to drink they say go buy your pee (laughs) <laughs> and so then they have these charts it's kind sort of sort of like when they do the stool stuff yeah you ever see the stool charts yeah like the uh, I, I don't i can't even and it's like have you seen the candy watches? have
1: you seen the poop swatches
0: <laughs> so it's like so there's a pee swatch, and it's just like uh, if you had the worst taste in paint in the world or like you were decorating a house in the 70s mm-hmm. that's what the 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 swatch looks like sure. here it is up on the screen and essentially you know Clear, like white or like just slightly yellow, is hydrated, and every other shade up to like coal black is uh, dehydrated. Yep. I'm, I'm, I would hope that you knew that, but yes. Um, but let's say that because you're looking
1: at your pee, right? So it's mm-hmm. a good indicator for me. Every time I pee, it's pretty clear, yeah. And so I know that I'm staying hydrated, and yeah. and and that's important to me. I I am deliberate in my water. I have always been a water proponent. I feel very strongly about this hydration stuff because I've seen the physical benefits. I've also seen what happens when I don't drink water and and how my body reacts. So this is a crucial component here, folks. You don't want to just skip over this.
0: So let's talk about fluids impact on GI health. How do you think it's going to impact us, Mark? I got to move the things through, particularly (laughs) me, because I have such a small little
1: area that can absorb. You know, I got to... Well, it's my stomach, and so we're talking about my belly here. So Mm -hmm. I have a very small region that's going to be able to absorb the nutrients that I get, but I got to move everything through. And so... Even when I when I eat too much stuff, like I eat that pizza that's got forty percent water, (laughs) I still need to drink fluids to kind of move that through because they clunk up the system. So push and push—that's what we say. Anything that's going to get in there, Mm -hmm. I got to move it through with the water. It's very important from that standpoint is just keeping keeping the trains moving on time.
0: Yeah, actually, the three pillars of good gut health: fluids, fiber, probiotics. Those are the three things that we tell folks, and and it's in that order. So fluids are the most important thing to make sure that you have good regular bowel movements. Um, The other thing on the other side of it is that if you drink too much water, that could be a problem too for your gut. I actually had a few patients that were following advice of internet charlatans who said, wake up and have two glasses of water immediately in the day. And they were small women. And so it was causing extreme bloating that stayed with them for the entire day. And they just couldn't understand why they had the bloating. And and it wasn't until I, because I wouldn't think that somebody would pound water like that first thing in the morning. And it wasn't until I asked them that I got to the bottom of it and realized that it was that behavior of drinking so much water all at once for their size that ended up causing lots of GI distress for them. So pretty wild uh, situation there. Um, How about the impact of hydration on exercise, Mark? What do we got? Well, we, we have to, we talked about the, the sweating out as you, as you work
1: out. So, but, but in order to get all of the muscles and the tendons and the ligaments and the fascia and all the things we've talked about here in terms of like the stretching and the body weight stuff all of that needs that water, that H2O, that good old H2O, to keep everything moving, to keep your organs functioning. Like You can't work out without organs. They're, they're very important organs. Yeah. And so without that health, if you're sitting around with you know a, a
0: kidney that's got a stone in it, you're probably not going to go for a run. I like to make my organs strong by giving them less water. So, so then they have to like build up a muscle. That's to what, pump they, it's it what they crave. And yeah. They need electrolytes. That's what <laughs> plants crave. So not staying hydrated or not hydrating appropriately will both affect exercise, right? So um, there's people that'll say that they've hit a wall while they're in the middle of a workout or an in intense, uh, like physical activity. And that's normally because of either an electrolyte abnormality, a fuel abnormality, or a fluid abnormality. So cramping up is normally one of the first signs of that. But then also, you know, we're, the, the gals were in cross country here, the smaller gals. So we were telling them, you have to stay hydrated, but you can't do too much because if you drink too much water before you work out, you're not going to perform very well. Mm-hmm. So if you're working out for less than an hour, normally, just drink when you're thirsty use that indicator because that's a very strong indicator at that point but if you're doing an intense exercise do what the naked guys at the gym do weigh yourself before weigh yourself after and then that weight differential is what you need to replace and you should do so not immediately but you know over the next hour or two try to replace that uh that uh, fluid status so how about the impact of fluids on sleep mark what what can we say there I, I get up and pee
1: um, in the middle of the night once. And I used to get up and pee like five or six times. That was before I figured out my sleep apnea. So now I just pee the one time and yep. it's, it's consistent. It's about three in the morning every night. I get up and I pee and I go back to bed. Um, and that's And that's pretty standard for me every single night of my life. Because I'm drinking around the clock. Every time that I'm awake, I'm having water. I have a water bottle with me um, around work all all the time. If you see me, I'm and if even if I bought a coffee, like I'll get an iced coffee. And then I'll fill that iced coffee up with water throughout. That's a water hack for me. So like a, that's a free tip for you guys. cost costs you $0. Buy the t-shirt. But if you have an iced coffee and then you sit in there with that ice at the end, fill it up with water until you run out of ice.
0: Keep going back to the water fountain and filling up that bottle. I've like, actually got a hack like that too, yeah. Mark. So when I go and buy booze at a restaurant no, that's not, that's, <laughs> and I drink uh, like a mojito, yeah. I will then pour water into the mojito glass. And then I now have a flavor water right so now I have balanced out the hydration dehydration brilliant and I won't have a hangover
1: or you will and you're an idiot but yeah. there's lots of ways to, s- to slice that a- Ava is <laughs> just you know aware of how dumber fathers but that's but that's the stuff we do right it's it, it these little hacks We're joking because it's silly but honestly if I don't do that, I, it, I don't have a good way to get the water and a, and a good way to remember that I need to get the water. So I I put these things in my day on purpose. I'm, I'm giving that to you as like a, a silly little tip that I do, but it's a, it's a very tangible thing that I do. I fill that water back up because I know that that amount of water I need minimally at least that much because I just had that iced coffee, right? But I then have like four or five of them. And, and then, you know, if it's a 20- Four ounce, you know, thing, and I have four or five of them. I'm at my hundred, you know, which is where I I want to be over a hundred ounces every day of water. I, I like to go over my weight in, in half an ounce because because I work out on a regular basis because I get up early and I do my yoga and I do my body weight stuff. I want to have more than that minimum. I got to hit the minimum though, and I feel the difference if I don't, and so there's lots of good ways and we talked about the food stuff like i love like lettuce because it's got water in it you know people talk about like uh, careful with fruit like you watermelon. know watermelon people like watermelon but but be careful because there's a lot of sugar in that so i don't want you to have 800 pounds of watermelon because people i there's a guy i know who in my workout community he's like oh all i do is eat watermelon I'm <laughs> like, that's a great way to get water in for sure if and it's a great <laughs> way to like get a, a a carb like it's a good healthy <laughs> carb but if you're eating like half a watermelon in right. a day, that's way too much And here's
0: just like a little pearl of wisdom, everybody. If your diet says that a food is magical or if a food is the devil – then you know that the diet is wrong. Run, run, (laughs) run away from that. There's no
1: bad or good foods. Like we, 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 we devilish the food. Mm. There's foods that are worse for you than others, but in Mm. moderation, like I can have like a small donut once in a while and not trans fats
0: are naturally occurring.
1: Yeah. You're going to get some stuff that's not great, but it's still in moderation going to be okay. But we don't do anything in moderation. We're bad at math and you know, we, we suck at eating.
0: So, so the impact on sleep is important because I talk to people about managing their sleep a lot. That's where, I spend a lot of my time in the store and one of the things that comes up is waking up in the middle of the night and so when you wake up in the middle of the night a lot of people think that it's anxiety right and but what really happens is that something wakes you up and then your mind starts racing and you start doing all the math and like if I get up now then I'm only gonna have such and such amount of sleep and all of that stuff and then you're stuck right and then it's like you and if you grab your phone forget it and you grab your phone you're out you're shot so like you know a lot of folks don't realize that there's something that's waking you up. And a lot of the times it could be breathing, as Mark, you were saying with CPAP. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that have like subclinical apnea and stuff or Mm -hmm. actually full-on clinical and they just haven't had it diagnosed. But there's a lot of stuff that comes up about the bladder. And uh, in particular, people that are... Uh, like postmenopausal women or older men that would have some sort of organ change around their bladders, right? For some reason, either they can't, like their bladders aren't working normally, or their prostate is acting up, or something like that, right? And so I tell them to do an experiment using their fluids. Is it the amount that you're drinking is too much, too close to bed, or is it one of these other structural? pathologies that are going on, right? And so I'd say be dramatic. So for the next three nights, four hours before bed, three hours before bed even is, is a good compromise. No fluids at all. No food, no fluids. Just try to give yourself Like a drought. And if you do that, and after the third night, you're not waking up as much, then you know it was a fluid issue and you don't have to do the drought thing, but now you at least know and not a structural issue. But if you're still waking up, then you know it's something else. And I think that's important information for people to hear because if you're having difficulty sleeping and you're getting up to go to the bathroom a lot, it could be two things, not just the one thing. And for me, it's the one thing, right? Like as Mark is saying, he gets up once, I'm up like three or four. Times because I have a crazy stress life and I barely have time to even stop and drink water some days. And so I get home and I feel like garbage and I just pound waters from 7 to 9 p.m. and I get all 64 ounces right in that period. This is not recommended. And it's not recommended, but I need the fluids. And and so then I'm up a bunch, right? And so, you know, if you if you drink too much fluids. Uh, close to bed, you are going to be up, and we don't want that because then that impacts the rest of your wellness. So spread and it out throughout the day. That's what we talk day.
1: to kids about, right? Like we say to kids, like you're not going to have another thing to drink here because you're about to go to bed. You're going to wet the bed, right? Like, right? It's 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 it's. I the don't wet to bed, that, Mark. Well, the bed. Well, uh, Ava would dif- disagree, but <laughs> that's it's it's important to to acknowledge the fact that y- your behaviors, like you know what you're supposed to do, and you're still drinking water like an idiot mm-hmm. it, for for two hours before bed, and then it has this downstream impact. So like we're 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 using our anecdotal evidence here we're talking about how we interact with the world to show you that we we don't have this figured out, guys. We're we're doing our well, very best at you know, it, but but we don't have all like we aren't doing all of these things all the time either, right? And yeah, so there you go. And and we're trying, we really are. Like we want to do better, we want to do good, but the butterfingers are out. I'm eating them. So
0: like that's just what this is. But, and you know, so this is a a more casual episode yeah. because of the topic and what we're trying to do. But let's kind of like break that down. The idea here that these wellness influencers that you guys are watching online are real is wrong, right? So we know that they're using filters. I'm looking at my fat face and knowing I could put a filter on this. I have pictures of me where they've defatted me, right? Mm. They made me look more attractive. And they say that they're eating all of that stuff and doing all of those things. And the guys that are really skinny probably are rich and have teams that are designing their diets and putting food in front of them and then building a workout routine. And they have a whole group of people helping them get through this to do life, to be a father, to have kids, to have a spouse. To to have a business, to have a job and try to fit in some time to do other stuff. All of this is hard. And so we can take little bites out of it. And, you know, if we're to keep it real, it's not that we're sharing these anecdotes of us goofing up because we suck and we're hypocrites. It's because we're real. We're trying to tell you that this is how real people deal with this. And but we can still get on a plan and make healthy choices to live our healthiest lives. I mean, that's the tagline
1: here, Neil. That's that's what we're, that's what we're doing. The, yeah. Every one of us is an imperfect person who's doing our very best, and we believe that. We believe you're coming to this podcast trying to do your very best, and you want good information. So I got really good feedback from somebody who was like, man, that, that roommate in the head discussion you guys had yeah. really helped me. And so for for me, that's what this is about, which is like that concept may have been brand new for folks, right? Yeah. This idea that water is like super essential might be something you kind of knew, but you're not really super aware of like why it's important, the why behind it. But even if you know the why, how do you get practical steps to make sure you're drinking water in a day and at the level that we're asking you to, at a clinical level, that's going to actually really help your body? This is what we're trying to be helpful with because – if you're not focused on these things and you're spiraling or you're watching other people, like I talked about that crazy guy who just eats meat all the time. Yeah. Like if you're just following these lunatic people and you think like, oh, they don't drink water. Like he's gotta drink water. He's got a yeah. body. Like like you, you, have, you can't separate these things out. It's yeah. so- It's so, all wet, Mark. It, oh. It's all
0: wet. Ava, stop him, will you? <laughs> so we did it. We did a 30 minute episode, Mark. I can't believe we actually achieved it.
1: My wife is like these hour long episodes. I can't listen to you guys for an hour. (laughs) Can you do shorter episodes? Sure. It's a half hour on water, like a tight half hour. We're not going to do any extraneous chit chat. We're just going to focus on the need for you to drink more water. And this is for my wife because I'm always saying to her, drink more water. So, this Neil has proven scientifically that I've been right this whole time, which is not good for a marriage. My,
0: my my wife listens to two hour podcasts. The, the idea that the, you don't, they just don't like us. Man. Well, that's that's <laughs> fair. Listen,
1: if we're called a spade a spade, right? It's fair. It's fair. So
0: you know, this is actually a, an experiment on my behalf. I wanted to see if we can get some valuable information into a thirty minute period. I think we can, uh, and I think then if we add into like scenes from the Apothecary or a supplement debunking thing to it, that is like ten minutes or fifteen minutes. It's, we could have a tight little show here and not uh, cause people to, to to get drowsy. So that, what
1: else do you that's, have to do? What else do you guys have going on? You got nothing going on. I, uh, right. People listen I'm, to
0: podcasts all day. Yeah. You can listen to us. You can listen to us for an hour. We're <laughs> hilarious and we're fun and we're good looking. <laughs> so if you're watching us on YouTube, we're but, very attractive. But that's feedback that I wanted to yeah. I- implement. So sure. we made a silly episode about hydration. I had a lot of fun mark I had a blast I think you're and this all is wet. one of my
1: favorite things I'm not all wet yeah. um but this is this is an important thing I love the hydration discussion because we didn't even get into the hydration enhancement I, like the I electrolytes just, and all that I other just want to say this very quickly Neil okay do it do it if you want to enhance your uh, hydration I've got the I've got the key ready we're gonna mm-hmm. reverse hydration here we're gonna reverse the effects of dehydration ready yeah the best way to do that, the best thing I can offer you, and it's it's very expensive, yeah. is water. Yeah, Go buy free water out of a <laughs> fountain and drink free water out of a fountain or go to a stream and put your face in it. <laughs> I would rather you do that than buy a, an enhancement device or whatever you think is enhancing water. Water was already built correctly. Yeah. It's got all the elements that we need in it. You don't need to go out and enhance water, folks. Yeah, I,
0: you don't need to enhance your hydration. That isn't a thing. The positively charged water or like the the super uh, oxygenated water and all of that other crazy... I, I can't even... Just drink water! I can't pay attention to it. You know, like everybody's looking for that advantage. Well, no. All the charlatans are looking to sell stuff to people yep. and convincing them that that these things are advantageous and it's going to give you that leg up. And all I'm trying to say is drink the free water. Well, you know what you need in water <laughs> is vitamins.
1: Let's mix vitamins with water. Like that's That goes to our multivitamin discussion, right?
0: 50 Cent can
1: make drink $500 on it. actual water. Yeah. Drink actual water. Please, just stop with the other crap and drink regular water old-fashioned, from a well or from a hose. I'd rather you drank straight from the hose, honestly, folks. Everybody's like, oh, I used to drink from a hose when I was a
0: kid. Yeah, because you were drinking water. So drink more water, folks. That's when you were healthy. So go back to that that does it for this week's podcast episode take a few minutes give us a five-star review and share the podcast to your social feeds visit wellnessupside down.com for the merch get these t-shirts and then remember being our healthiest starts with being honest about ourselves and the health and wellness industry then blazing a new path marching forward one step at a time i'm dr neil smoller for mark to and we've got your back thanks for joining us